0: Welcome to the Inspire Preaching Podcast. I am your host, Douglas Boyce, and at the Inspire Preaching Podcast, our goal is to help you to always move forward in the Lord Jesus Christ and to never, ever give up. Stay tuned for another exciting Bible-based message. Are you ready to get into the Word? Let's go! All right, it's time for another Bible study. This is the Inspire Preaching Podcast. I am your host, Douglas Boyd. Thank you so much for joining us. Let's jump into it today. We are talking about... Oh, man, I love this song. This is good stuff. Listen to that. We got the jam going, man. This is good. Today we're going to talk about the sin of pride. All right, if you have your Bibles, let's turn to Proverbs chapter 16. Let's jump into it today. Thank you so much for joining us. I really do appreciate it. Proverbs chapter 16, verse 18, New King James Version. Pride goes before destruction and a haughty spirit before a fall. Let's talk today about the sin of pride. In the name of Jesus, Lord, we praise you. We pray today and ask for your guidance. We ask you to give us ears to hear the word of God and a heart to receive it. Speak to us today, Lord, about pride. In Jesus' name, amen. Pride is a sin, and it is a sin. I'm not talking about being proud of an achievement or proud of your schoolwork. You should be proud of those things if you've done a good job and you gave it all you had. But, pride is a sin that will hold back the winds of revival more than any other sin. It destroys more families than any other sin. It destroys and wounds more relationships than any other sin. It does more to ruin our nation than any other sin. It causes more Christians to live in failure and defeat than any other sin. Now, you would think that I'm talking about sexual immorality, but I'm not. I'm talking about the sin of pride. Pride is very dangerous because it's very stealth. It sneaks in, but it's so destructive and it's tricky and it's often disguised and we simply don't see it. Many people who are infected with pride have no idea that they are. They simply don't see it. When you look at a person who is a drunkard, that individual knows he's a drunkard. When you look at an individual who's a thief, that person knows that he's a thief. But the person in the bondage of pride doesn't see it. The person bound by pride is often very proud of their humility. read a story about a Sunday school teacher who was teaching on the Pharisee and the sinner tax collector who were praying in the temple. You can read this story in Luke chapter 18 verses 9 through 14. But the sinner beat his chest and he said, Lord, forgive me. Have mercy on me, a sinner. But the Pharisee said, Lord, I thank you. I'm not like the other men who are sinners, they are thieves, evildoers, adulterers, or even like this no good tax collector. I fast, I pay my tithes, I give, I do all of these things. And Jesus said, it was the tax collector who went home justified, not the prideful Pharisee. The Sunday school teacher who was teaching this went on and said, I'm glad we are not like that Pharisee. Do you see the the trap there? She was proud of her humility, just like the Pharisee. Now again, the sin of pride is not the same as having a good self-image. A good self-image is important. There's nothing wrong with being proud of working hard and doing a good job. That's a good thing. But you need to know your real self-image comes from who you are in Jesus Christ. In Jesus Christ, you are somebody. You are in the family of God. You are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Jesus shows us real humility versus pride. Colossians 1 and 15 speaks of that Jesus is the visible image of the invisible God. And it goes on to say that he is the God and the creator of all things that exist that all things were made through him and for him. Jesus is God. He is the the king of heaven. But then he does this. He humbles himself, puts on the robe of humanity, becomes a man. In John chapter 13, verse four, it says that the king of the universe did this. It says, Jesus rose from supper and he laid aside his garments took a towel and wrapped it around himself. After that, he poured water into a basin and he began to wash the disciples' feet and to wipe them with a towel with which he had around him. Notice it says he laid aside his garments. Jesus, in a spiritual sense, laid aside the garments of being the king of the universe and became a man. He was the king of heaven and he laid it all aside and robed himself in human flesh and here, he humbles himself and washes the dirty feet of his disciples that's humility my friend humility is not thinking lowly of yourself it's simply not promoting self too many Christians especially those in ministry promote themselves I want to give you I think it's ten different things about pride today number one pride is an attitude of independence from God I've I've talked to people before and told them I was praying for them and I've actually had people tell me I don't need you to pray for me I can handle it myself that's an attitude of independence from God number two pride is esteeming yourself better than other people I I run into this from time to time and and it's sad it's sad I saw a minister once say of someone oh they're just a, a fast food attendant oh they're just a Waitress. Oh, they're just a waiter. Really? That's pride talking. That's religious pride talking. No, we're not better than anyone, folks. Number three, pride doesn't like correction. A proud person becomes irritated much if someone corrects them. I've seen people, when a pastor tries to correct them, instead of listening, they attack the pastor. Folks, the pastor is the shepherd. And a shepherd goes through things that you don't even see, and he has to protect the sheep. And sometimes you don't understand what the pastor does, but always remember he's trying to protect the sheep. Number four today, pride will not admit mistakes. Um, I noticed a lot of people that are bound by pride have been hurt and wounded somewhere in their life. And it turns them, instead of to humility, into this narcissistic person that can do no wrong and always tries to impress people, always tries to get a pat on the back, always seeks affirmation, and never admits mistakes. Number five today, pride refuses to take counsel, especially from a pastor or a person excuse me, in spiritual authority. Pride always sees itself as correct and right. Number six today, pride is jealous of others. It's a nasty, nasty attitude. Pride can destroy your life. Pride can destroy a church. And yes, Christians can fall into the sin of pride. Number seven today, pride defies God and it defies leadership. Pride shakes the fist in the face of God and his counsel. Proverbs 6 verse 16, there are six things the Lord hates. No, seven things he detests. Verse 17, a proud look, a lying tongue, hands that kill the innocent. Verse 18, a heart that plots evil, feet that race to do wrong. Verse 19, a false witness who pours out lies and a person who sows discord among the brethren. And churches deal with that last one a lot. Why does God hate pride so much? It was pride that created the devil. The national symbol of Satan's kingdom is pride. When Paul gave Timothy the qualifications to be a member, he said in 1 Timothy 3 verse 6 that it should not be a novice, lest he will be puffed up with pride, and he falls into the same condemnation as the devil. People with the sin of pride look down on others, and as long as you are looking down, you can't look up to Jesus Christ. 1 Peter 5 verse 5 it says God resists the proud and gives grace to the humble. Number 8 today, pride defiles a person again when we think of what defiles us we often think of sexual immorality the lust of the flesh things like that but pride in its very subtle way is so dangerous it defiles you proverbs 21 verse four a haughty look a proud heart and the plowing of the wicked are sin verse uh number nine today getting mixed up pride divides churches families and society in general there's never been a war There's never been a divorce, there's never been a church split, that pride was not involved. Pride divides. In many marriages, couples are not trying to solve the problem, but they're trying to win the war. That's pride. At church, you'll often have someone go to the pastor with an attitude of, I know that I'm right. Then they get on the phone, and they have the pastor for lunch. I just wish more people in churches today understood that that pastor... What the pastors go through is unbelievable. He's the shepherd. He's the bishop of your soul. God made it in that order. Pride. Number 10 today. Pride dishonors others and dishonors life in general. Pride looks to self over others. My promotion. My standing in the church. My achievements. My, 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 my. Proverbs 11 and 12. When pride comes, then comes shame. But with the humble is wisdom. A proud person wants undeserved honor, but they think it's well-deserved. Proverbs 18 and 12, Before destruction, the heart of a man is haughty, and before honor is humility. Proverbs 29, verse 23, A man's pride will bring him low, but the humble in spirit will retain honor. I want you to look at how the devil came about. Isaiah chapter 14, verse 12, Oh, how you are fallen from heaven, O oh Lucifer, the son of morning. Verse 13, For you said in your heart, I will ascend into heaven. I will exalt my throne above the stars of God. I will sit on the mount of the congregation on the farthest sides of the north. Verse 14, I will ascend to the heights of the clouds. I will be like the Most High. Verse 15, Yet you will be brought down to hell. the lowest depths of the pit look how many times the devil says i i i i will ascend i will exalt i will sit pride proverbs 15 and 25 says the lord will destroy the house of the proud pride is the road to ruin paul said once i know how to be abased and i know how to abound i am content in whatever state i'm in that's humility folks We gotta get rid of all religious pride. Folks, we've all sinned and come short of the glory of God. We can't afford to let pride overtake our hearts. In the name of Jesus. Heavenly Father, your word says that you hate pride. Deliver us, I pray, from pride. Never let us be convinced that we are strong in ourselves. Take down every single thing in our lives that causes us to not look to you for help. In times of defeat, help us to look up to you. In times of victory, help us to know that it is not of us, but it is of you. Victory doesn't come from our own strength. It only comes from you. I renounce and repent of all pride in my heart and in my mind and in my soul. Help us, Lord, to walk in humility, mercy, compassion, grace, and love. In Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you so much for joining us today on the Inspire for Reaching podcast. I am your host Douglas Boyd. If this podcast is a blessing to you, please consider subscribing to it and then taking another step and invite your family and your friends to be part of our podcast family. And until next time, may God's greatest and his best be yours in the name of Jesus. Amen. Woohoo, clap your hands. All right.